Welcome to Mission Revive, a podcast dedicated to hope and healing through God's transforming love, where your hosts, anchored in truth and armed with faith, are changing the world and reviving hearts with Jesus, one conversation at a time. Welcome to our first 2023 edition of the Mission Revive podcast. I'm Ann Costa, and I am here without my partner, Bob Newberry, who will not be joining us today. He had another commitment, but I'm really looking forward to launching this year's podcast. We have some already uh, very interesting guests, both locally here in the Syracuse Diocese, but also some um, national guests from around the country who are just on the pulse of the sacred heart of Jesus and bringing him into the everyday life. And we are excited because there are so many beautiful ministries, so many beautiful people, so many good things happening for Christ. And um, we need to talk about that because we can get dragged down. So that's what this year's podcast is going to be about things that you might be able to join, places where you can find a home with people who have the same heart as you to want to bring about a culture of life. And that's why we're kicking off with Shannon Guy, who is the co-founder, well, the co-leader and facilitator for our local 40 Days for Life chapter here in the Syracuse area, Central New York area. She's going to tell us all about that campaign, what that has accomplished, and how we can get involved, because um, they've been going for a while, but they've got some some more work to do. So, Shannon, come on and join us. Okay. There she Hi. Is. Hi. How are you, Anne? Good to see you. It is good to see you. And, you know, I love that when we cross paths, it's always because, it's usually because it's either of two reasons, the Sacred Heart of Jesus. behind me and probably behind you yep there we go and also the issue of life which you have been working you really dedicated your whole life to um so tell me about what's going on with 40 days for life how you got involved and where we go from here for for what's coming up this uh this campaign sure well believe it or not uh we've been doing 40 the 40 days for life campaigns in syracuse since 2009 and uh interestingly enough uh Jeannie who really heads the whole thing she's the she's the she's the one that really does a lot of the all of the communications and all that I'm just like Billy Fusillo I'm just like telling everybody this is huge you know I'm the PR (laughs) person (laughs) but uh really um we started 14 years ago both of us um were at a conference up in Buffalo and we met a woman named Ellen and she was starting the first 40 days for life campaign uh up in Buffalo and we met her separately we didn't even know each other and we came back to Syracuse and we started talking about you know this 40 days for life and also I had a friend on um, this uh, global team for the Sacred Heart of Jesus that showed a video of their first campaign. So it was really on my heart, like we, we really should do this. And uh, it was on her heart as well. And a dear friend heard both of us talking about it and said, you really should talk with each other. Yeah. <laughs> and she kind of connected us. Um, and after seeing that video, my girlfriend on the global said, you really should run a campaign in Syracuse. And I said, well, I can't even get my laundry done. So I don't know how that's going to happen. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> but God has a way. 
<laughs> Jeannie and I, and between us, we have, um, uh, let's see, 14 children. And uh, we decided uh, to put our team effort together and get this going in Syracuse. And it's, it? we've run a campaign every single um, time since then. Uh, there are two campaigns a year. And we've done two campaigns a year. Uh, I, I believe we're going on to our 28th campaign, although we kind of lose track, but um, we have over 80 children's lives that are saved here in Syracuse as a direct result. And those are just the ones that we know about. How does um, that happen? Tell us what you actually do. So there's a lot of community outreach. There's outreach on the sidewalk. Um, we've been able to reach uh, people as they're driving up or walking up uh, to the Planned Parenthood, Parenthood here. Mm -hmm. um, and we're, we're not there to protest, strictly not. Uh, we actually do a training in the heart before you go out there. It's all about just offering help and offering resources. Uh, we do know that um, we are people that want people to have choices that they know that they can choose life um, if they have the right support behind them. So uh, we offer them all the resources that we have in uh, our great community. And we have many, many, many resources. We are a very giving community. And a lot of times women just need a hand, a hand up and a help up um, to get them through a rough time. And so we're there to do that. And, uh, and it's been wonderful. We've been able to reach many, many people in the community and uh, they know we're out there and they know we're there to help too, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing. So, so yeah. you go out and you're, and you're praying, do you pray before? Yeah. So 40 days for life is uh, founded on, um, three different, uh, aspects. We do, um, prayer and fasting for 40 days. It's the biblical, um, session of 40 days that runs throughout the Bible, um, mm -hmm. from Noah to Jesus's four days in the desert. It's a trans, it's a transformative time where you're supposed to spend time in prayer and fasting. And that's, uh, we promote prayer and fasting community outreach. So we reach out to even people walking down the sidewalk. We let them know that we're there. We're available with the resources. Mm -hmm. We pray with many, many people. And a lot of times it doesn't even necessarily have to do anything with abortion. They just need prayer. Um, and also we, um, we hold a vigil. So we try and cover the full 40 days uh, in front of our uh, abortion mill, which is Planned Parenthood. And we go out there and we, we cover hours and we make sure that we are a visible sign uh, that Christ is present in our society. And we've had women say to us, thank God you're here. I was praying for a sign from God. I needed help. I bet you hear that a lot. Yeah, we've heard that on several occasions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, and thank God somebody's there. You know, when we run a campaign and if I'm running around the city and I, I go down the sidewalk and I don't see somebody there, it just kind of, you know, sends a little shot through my heart. We're a very Christian community. There should be somebody on that sidewalk at all times. Every hour that their doors are open, we should have somebody there to help, you know. And what, so, how, what, how, what are their hours? Uh, their hours ch have changed over the years. Um, we try and cover 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., um, they have reduced hours. They've increased hours. They've, they've changed their hours quite a bit. Uh, and now in this post-row era, we're waiting to see what's going to happen with that. Um, we do know that we're inviting women from out of state. 
So, I mean, there's plenty of opportunity here to help women. And, and we have seen an uptick of people um, that we've been able to get to our uh, crisis pregnancy centers and our birthright and everything. There's definitely an uptick. So women are coming in from out of state, but they're also also finding the resources that they need that maybe they didn't have where they were. So, right, right. Because yeah. like you said, we are rich. We have a lot. We've yes. got Joseph's House. We've got Birthright. We've Joseph's got House has Hope. expanded. Birthright keeps getting more and more donations. New mm -hmm. Hope Family Services is expanding. So mm -hmm. as as you know, they're expanding their resources or their their services to other uh states were expanding as well and that's how god's working he's blessing us all with with great yeah. you know good benefactors and a lot of people are stepping up to the plate so it's wonderful yeah that's awesome and this is um it did start as a catholic uh mission right or organization but it is non-denominational though anybody can come out and pray I, right i'm is not 100 sure if it was catholic okay. i do know that the um it, what it started with was prayer, uh, people in Bryant College Station, Texas. Mm -hmm. um, some were Catholic, some were Protestant. They came okay. around the table. They knew that it was ecumenical. And I think that is okay. the spirit of 40 Days for Life for sure. Yeah. Um, they came around the table and they prayed, what did God want them to do? And they were inspired with a prayer session around the table to bring this, this um, idea of 40 days of prayer and fasting to keep an abortion clinic out of their um, out of their city, and it worked. And when it worked, they realized we're onto something here, you know. And since then, it has. There have been not, what did I? I wrote it down. Nine thousand seven hundred. Where is it? Well, close to ninety eight hundred campaigns across the world now. It's in wow. sixty four countries. And that is obviously an action of the Holy Spirit. That started in 2007. Now there's over a million volunteers. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. We've had 134 um, abortion clinics close their doors as a direct result of the prayer and fasting. And 247 of the abortion workers have quit. We know of two in Syracuse, one who came out and said, I want to thank you for praying for me. I knew you were praying for me. And I will never enter this horrible place again. So, oh my gosh, that, yeah. that just makes me want to yeah. cry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. They know we're praying for them too. They know yeah. we're praying for them. I've spoken with many of them. I tell them we're praying for you and they know it. And uh, uh, God works through that prayer and he works on the heart and he reveals things that they maybe they don't see and then they do see. Yes, he lifts the veil of what yes. they're actually involved in yes. through our prayers and his great by his grace, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, um, I just, uh, that is just exciting. That is just awesome. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 To think, you know, we can be a part of that, that, right. you know, that we have the opportunity to stand there. And yeah. I know you have many, you know, there's a lot of people too, that are shut in or that, or maybe have some other reasons why they can't get out there that still pray very, very um, religiously for this effort as well. Oh, yes. Um, and we have um, just, a, we call out for prayer. A lot of people are on our um, email, which is 40daysforlife.com backslash Syracuse. Mm -hmm. And uh, we send out many prayer requests. Um, a lot of times there's a crisis going on and a young woman needs a lot of prayer and we back her up with prayer. And God honors that 
all the way through her life. He will honor those prayers that were said for her. You know, yes. Um, we also have a, um, a post abortive um, ministry. Uh, we have several in Syracuse, and we're able to direct women to post abortive ministry. I've talked to many women that have come out of the doors um, and had their abortion, you know, and they're very upset, you know, physically, emotionally, you can tell they are, of course, so upset. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, we're many times we're able to get some information in their hands and let them know that there is somebody that they can talk to that would they we don't want them going through 20 30 40 years mm. of uh, emotional distress over this and we've seen that happen we've had people come up to us that are still 40 years later emotionally distressed from their abor- the abortion that they had 40 years ago sure and sure. Um, so we don't we definitely don't want a woman hanging on for decades with severe regret, you know? And so we do have um, Project Racial. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, New Hope has um, counselors that do weekly okay. counseling. Yeah. So Sisters that's just, it's all confidential and it's really yeah, just, a, just a gesture of love and acceptance. And mm-hmm. the diocese puts on a, a day of um, hope and healing through Project Racial, but they also do a mass, a yearly mass um, that people can attend. Mm-hmm. And uh, just as a remembrance for their loved one that they lost. Um, and that God attaches a certain charism to these ministries and the charism is healing. So uh, I always encourage women, if you're hurting, to reach out to one of these ministries because God does attach that charism to it. So, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. 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 So who, anybody who says that people who are pro-life don't care about the women, women just don't really understand that there's a whole network and a whole community of folks who are just waiting and willing to, to support. Well, and I also, there's a, there's a trend going on um, uh, that, I mean, it's becoming very apparent who cares about the woman and who does not care about the woman. And uh, in January, on January 3rd of this year, they just deregulated the abortion pill. Yes. Okay. And this is going to have very, very serious consequences. Um, I'm an RN and I'm trained, I'm an RN and I'm trained in doing sonograms uh, mm-hmm. on women that are um, pregnant, early pregnancy, late pregnancy. Uh, and one thing about the abortion pill is um, that they have deregulated. They used to require some diagnostic testing to be done. And they've taken all of the scientific, the medical diagnostic testing off of the table. And they're allowing women to access these very caustic, highly caustic um, drugs uh, without proper diagnostic testing. And this is right from the pit of hell. I mean, this is coming from yeah. the pit of hell. Uh, our emergency rooms are going to be filled with women taking these pills because they don't, they no longer have to have a doctor's oversight to administer these pills. And now the pharmacist is becoming the abortionist. Wow. There's going to be so many complications and uh, there already is with the medical abortion. There's a lot more complications um, versus the surgical abortions. 
Um, 50- That's what I heard. I heard that yesterday on the on the news somewhere Terrible. that there's a there's study. I think it was Father Spitzer who actually has compiled some of these studies that mm-hmm. says that, you know, the, this this chemical abortion, this medical so called. Well, I don't even I can't even call it medical abortion is a chemical, uh, con, you know, con, uh, poisoning that occurs in, in the woman's body. Um, the the complications and and the, the we're gonna see people dying bleeding out in their homes and yes. and it's and it's just yes it's heinous to me I mean it's just absolutely unbelievable oh, it's 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 a down it's a serious downgrade in women's health a serious <sighs> serious downgrade I forgot to mention our next campaign is coming up on yes. February twenty second because it coincides with lent right yes. it coincides with the 40 days for lent and advent right yes okay and i wanted to invite people to please reach out and contact us go to our website 40daysforlife.com backslash syracuse mm-hmm. we are running our 28th campaign and we need we need bodies on the sidewalk we need prayer that prayer is so powerful out there it opens doors you can tell the difference if there's one person trying to reach a person and they're just out there alone. If the, it, the doors, it's very difficult, but when three people or two people are on the sidewalk and they're praying as that person's trying to reach out, the doors are opened, the windows come down, the cars slow down, they reach out, they want to know. It's very, the power of prayer is bar none god says that's what he gives us you know we have yeah. to use that you know yes yes um but now with regards to the post row and i went to the march for life and it was just just a beautiful march this year awesome. a lot of celebratory spirit of the fact that th- something that no, many people didn't think would happen happened and Roe yes. wade was overturned on the supreme court level and turn back to the states. And of course, we know we're in a blue state, so we have a lot of work to do here. Yeah. Um, yes. But now, what they how the how Satan has answered that is he's he's deregulated this very caustic uh, medical abortion pill called Mifepristone, and he is um, and he's using that, and he's, it's just going to bring so much damage to women. So we have to get the word out. They need a sonogram. They need to confirm they're even pregnant. Sometimes women will take a pregnancy test, but they're not really pregnant. Right. How many phantom abortions have been done over the years where these women have lived the rest of their life thinking that they killed their child when there was not even a child in there? It's called a blighted yeah. ovum or. Yes, um, it's, exactly. It's a child there uh, that maybe the child was growing wasn't anymore. Uh, that breaks my heart to think that as well. All these women that have gone through this, that live with guilt the rest of their lives and never had a confirmed pregnancy see we never think about these things we never think about the rippling effect of how this is when women you know they confess to and they they carry around such um devastation in their heart you know and Mm -hmm. how many of those were phantom abortions and how many you know just it there's so it's so complicated you know, it really is complicated. And um, and the other thing is why you need a sonogram, you have to confirm that there's an intrauterine pregnancy and the gestational age. So this uh, abortion pill is supposedly only supposed to given, be given out up to 10 weeks. After 10 weeks, before 10 weeks, it's highly dangerous. After 10 weeks, it's extremely dangerous. Mm-hmm. 
They're mm-hmm. handing these pills out without confirming whether it's in the uterus, how far along the woman is. The woman's going on, I think I'm this far along. And I can tell you as, a, as an RN that does many sonograms, their dates are more often than not off the mark. Yeah. So if they're thinking they're only, they're only eight weeks along and they're really 12 or 14 weeks along and they take this seriously dangerous drug, they are putting their whole life at risk. And oh why this would be de- deregulated, it, it's not, it has nothing to do with the woman and everything to do with profit and politics. Right. There's no right. other way to Evil. look at this. Yeah. And child and evil. It's evil. It's it's demonic. It used to have a REMS uh, um, designation. REMS drugs. There's 70 REMS drugs on the market out of 2000. This was one of them. And they took that stringent regulation away from it and just decided not only did they take the stringent regulation away from it, they just decided that it could be given through a pharmacist and without a doctor's um, just from just did a 180 degree turn on this one. And the only way you can look at that is this is for profit. This Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with accessibility. In Mm -hmm. New York state, there's nothing blocking accessibility. You know, there there are abortion clinics all over New York state. Right. Nothing blocking that. But they're saying that this has to do with accessibility. So we're gonna fight that. So- We got a lot of work to do, huh? Yeah, 40 Days for Life is opened up to, um, they have uh, products and everything that if anybody would like to take a leadership role and go out in front of a CVS or a Walgreens where they're selling this, they have everything you need to get you started. And so we just need more people to, to come to the forefront and say, this is not okay. We are gonna run oh, so, normal okay. campaign, but they're looking for more people to come out and run one in front of a, a Walgreens or a CVS. Oh my gosh. I, I, I am so right there with that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cause yeah. I, you know, you know, I, I take, I don't know. I, I, it, people have to really discern and pray about what they're called to do. And I've never really, I, I mean, I have gone on the, on the sidewalk in front of Planned Parenthood. I have, but this here, this issue, I mean, this is, I, I'll do whatever needs to be done. I'm telling you right now, because this yes. is just going to kill so many people. It is. It is. There's no doubt. Um, uh, the, the numbers that will come in and it's going to be astounding. People are going to say, what are we doing? What are we yeah. doing? Women? Yeah. Because, yeah. because women. Of what's going to happen? It's. I mean, they're going to destroy women one way or the other, either yes. in the womb, in the womb. Yes. Through the, through the, uh, through the experience of, of how they're treated and what that mentally they're going to destroy yes. them, right? Because of what they go through if they do, or, or they're going to do it this way. And it's just like the attack is just like on life is just got to right. stop. Right. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. And I'm glad that we have an opportunity here in Syracuse, but really all over the world yes. to be a part of this. Yes. Yeah. I, I think uh, I, I would like to see a lot more men step up to the plate as well. Mm-hmm. This is a, uh, I've said, I said this, I was able to speak at the March for Life here in Syracuse. I think a testament to society is the way we treat our women. That is a testament to society in general. How does this society treat their women? Mm-hmm. If you can look at a society that treats their women with the utmost dignity and respect, that is a well foundational society. 
If you look at a society that just hands pills out and lets them go into a room all by themselves and suffer alone and possibly hemorrhage on a floor, that's not, that's not a society that's doing very well. So, I mean, I want to see a lot of more men step up to the plate here and get a sign and stand out in front of one of these places. Yes. We're not going to treat our women like this. No well, I'm thinking about men's groups, the St. the Joseph's yeah. people, the St. Joseph's covenant people. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the CMA, the Catholic medical association, or, right. you know, I'm talking you know, we need a, and the men's conference is coming up. All you, all of these men's conferences that are coming up, here's an opportunity for them to. Right. We have to, a big conference coming up on March 25th. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. talked with our director of the unit. I said, I want to get the unit there. We got to talk to these men. Yeah. Um, Excellent. Men are the protectors, you know, mm-hmm. they've got to step up to the plate. No more sitting on the couch watching game after game. If you have oh, yeah, right. a football game on Sunday, you got enough time to go stand on the corner for a couple hours. I'm serious. That's I'm true. That well, Shannon, we know when you get the fire going, it's it's going to burn and you're going to move or you're going to perish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I what happened is a lot of education. I don't think people realize what just happened in January, what just happened just a few weeks ago. I don't think they realize. And until their granddaughter takes that pill and they find her on their bathroom floor, then they're going to wake up or their daughter takes that pill and they didn't know about it. Then they're going to wake up. Yes. Cause let, let me tell you something. You said if they possibly will be on the bathroom floor bleeding, they will be whether if if that's, maybe the best case scenario right folks okay it's not this is what happens it's not like you take a pill and you go on your merry way right okay right you are going to be in a significantly vulnerable physical state that is yes. unnatural for you yes for a period of time yes. and if everything goes well you'll be terrified at the amount of blood that you're going to lose from that situation right. I, I i'm telling you people just well don't... they'll see their baby too yeah they'll and they'll see baby. that and, yeah. and there it will be. That's an extra PTSD trauma. Can you talk about this trauma? I can't yeah. even. So uh, I know if you go on 40 Days for Life, they do show the clip from the movie Unplanned from Abby's. Um, it's a very realistic depiction. And uh, I would say uh, she what she went through did not bring her into the hospital. Um, they say that up to 15% of women that take this um, pill, if not more, will hemorrhage, will hemorrhage. Okay, so if you're hemorrhaging without a medical intervention, you know, you could hemorrhage to death. So uh, time is going to show the terribleness. So here, they just deregulated this. And what's going to happen down the line is um, all of a sudden, nurses and doctors from ER departments are, because they're stockpiling this medication, this, I won't call it a medication, I'll call it a drug. It's just an out out and out caustic drug. Um, And they're gonna start handing it out. So those are the implications, we're gonna hurt the woman. The second implication is it's far easier for a sex trafficker to get their hands on this type of medical abortion rather than uh, bringing, one of their sex traffic victims into a a facility where they possibly could be reported. Doesn't happen often at these Planned Parenthoods, but they're, they're required to report, not that they do, but, um, but this is going to be much easier for them to just be giving these uh, women, these pills, 
Maybe on a regular basis, who knows? Okay, so you're aiding and abetting sex trafficking with this law. Um, you're downgrading women's health with this law. I mean, what else do we have to say? Where's right. the accountability? Right. There's no accountability here. Zero. Yeah. Talk about the back so, ages. Talking about women. It's going to be a lot easier to say a boyfriend finds out his girlfriend's pregnant and puts uh, one of these pills in her drink. I mean, she wants to have the baby, but he doesn't want to have the baby. How is this good for women? I just, did anybody go through these scenarios and say to themselves, well, maybe this is not a good idea. Maybe we do need to have a face-to-face -face with the doctor. You know, I'm, it's all about mm -hmm. pushing a political agenda and right. profitability. Those two things. Wow. And the woman is the commodity. See, we've become a commodity in society. Yeah. In the aftermath, it doesn't matter the aftermath. You know, so these are things people have to consider and why I'm outraged about it. And I'm hoping a lot more other people get outraged. Me too. Yeah. But I understand you and I, we, we stay on top of these. It's uh, easy to miss though. You know, it's easy yeah. to miss because they are very, you know, stealthy about how things get passed. And, yeah. um, and this is a New York state, right? Or are you talking about for this? Oh no, they this? deregulated this across the country. Federally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, I don't even, I'm not the even FDA, educated. The federal drug administration deregulated this. Okay. And so, they're supposed to be in place with our taxpayer dollars to safeguard yeah. the health and well-being of its citizens. This does none of that. None of that. None of this is safeguarding the health and well-being of, of any of our women. No matter well, their age. It's terrible. Yeah. And the immigrants that are coming across the border, they're being sex trafficked. This drug is just going to be flowing out to, to these sex traffickers. It's, it's, I, I can't even describe what I feel in my heart and how I just have to fight, you know, so. Well, I think that I'm going to join you. And I know that there are others who will too, from this opportunity to hear about this. And, um, but the first place that we can go to get a little bit of education and to get connected with like-minded people who want to do something or have something for us to do is to go to what website again? Go to 40daysforlife.com. Mm -hmm. um, our website here in Syracuse is 40daysforlife.com backslash Syracuse. Or you can go on the national website and just click on our location. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, we are starting on February 22nd. We're going to have a noon kickoff prayer service in front of our Planned Parenthood, which is 1120 East Genesee Street. Okay. Uh, we uh, have many regulars that come to every campaign and every campaign we see new faces. And we need to see a lot more faces. We need a lot more people. I'm just praying people feel inspired. Uh, you know, sometimes I think people think, oh, well, we we overcame Roe Ro versus Wade. But mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, it was just the beginning. It's not yeah. the end. It's yes. just the beginning. 100%. That's right. We have to change hearts. And we, the only way to do that is to stand up, to pray, to fast, to come out and to reach out to people. Mm -hmm. And that's how we change hearts. Um, it, you know, if you're afraid, I, we, I understand that. Uh, there have been many people coming out for the first time that had that little, you know, butterflies in their stomach. Mm -hmm. uh, we can walk you through that and pair you up with a prayer partner. Mm -hmm. You can stay right in your car. You can mm -hmm. start from home, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. But we yeah. need to 
But just start, just start. We yeah, just need just... to gain some commitment on your end that you are behind this movement because we are seeing an uptick. We are, you know, even our own abortionist, Dr. Rachel Phelps, please, please pray for her. She's very um, confused individual, uh, okay. has confirmed that we are bringing women in from across state borders uh, to, to upstate and to Syracuse and to Rochester. So we need to address that. We need to address that and we need to be visible to them that we are a community of life and we will support them. Yes. Yep. And we have all the support here. Our community, I say many times, we are the example of what every community should look like across the United States with the amount of support that we have and the amount of people that are that are participating and are donating to our crisis pregnancy centers. They're donating to Joseph's House. They're donating time, resources, talents, um, all that type of stuff. And uh, we need to keep that keep that spirit going, and we need to yeah. we need to build it because we're growing. They're growing, yeah. and we're growing. So yeah. we have well, we are on the winning team. Yeah. You're gonna, if you join this team, yes. you're going to win. Just yeah. so you know. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, That's thank true. you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Don't worry, we're going to be on the winning team. So you might as well yeah. join now. We're and, on uh, it. We're enjoy on it. it. We yeah. won. I mean, yeah. we won. You know? <laughs> And now That's we right. just got to convince the other people, come on to our side, you know? That's right. Oh, yes. Thank you for that. I will pray by name. It's always nice to pray by name for people who yes. are in such dire straits as yes. Dr. Rachel. We yes. will definitely do that. We'll pray yes. for her because yes. who knows? She could be the next Abby Johnson. We don't know. I hope so. That's we my prayer all that. these years. That is my prayer all these years. Yes. So. God love yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. God love her. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Shannon. Thanks, Ann. We'll God see you out you. there. We'll see you. Bye-bye. We are grateful that you joined us today for another episode of the Mission Revive podcast. We humbly ask for your prayers as we continue in the mission entrusted to us to evangelize and revive hearts with Jesus. We would also ask that you prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor of this podcast or making a financial contribution to support this growing ministry. You can do this by visiting our website at revivehopeandhealing.com or through our Revive Hope and Healing Ministries patron page. We cannot do this without you. Thank you.